0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at PlacestoBe Nation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: All this time, brother,
2: everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about
1: when is Papa Fritz gonna be here? Papa Fritz is here.
0: Episode number 15, where we're covering world-class championship wrestling. Episode 23, May 29th, 1982, if you follow along on the WWE Network. And of course, I'm with Kelly Nelson and John. Kelly, how's it going, my friend?
3: I'm doing great, brother.
0: Johnny, how you doing for my buddy?
1: Uh, wonderful, thank you.
0: It wonderful, that's great. And man, we open up with a wham-bam-thank-you-man match. <laughs> And that's Wild Bill Irwin with Ken Mantell. Man, Kelly, take it away, brother. Uh,
3: well, here we go. We picked up where we left off last time with Ken Mantell. Look
0: out! Look out! The
3: Ken man. Um, yeah, he's got the same gear as as uh, the Strongbow brothers had um, had at this time, actually, in 1982. <laughs>
1: He's got but, the same haircut as yeah. Jay Strong, though.
3: Yeah, so I don't know what that all means. Um, so I've been using the baseball analogy quite a bit about about world class, and I've got some, some stats for you here. So Ken Mantel is like the sad former 70s star who's still hanging on. <laughs> He's batting, I don't know, 206 now. <laughs> He's, he's relegated to right field. He used to be, you know, second base, but he's not fast enough to play the infield anymore.
1: Okay, and, and also, this is also in the 70s when uh, uh, a sad-looking, unathletic white guy would still be hanging around looking like that. Yeah. In baseball.
3: So, yeah, he's, he's, he's just barely hanging on now. That average is, is quite low. Um so here we go to the match. Well, few things in wrestling have ever confused me as much as Ken Mantel's popularity in Dallas <laughs> in 1982. I just don't get it. Like, why, why, why? Do I, and there's young people. It's not old people in the crowd. It's young people who love Ken Mantel. I, it's just totally bewildering to me. I just, I don't, I just, I, I don't understand the appeal at all. Any appeal. Um. So this one
1: is—he's the Candy Man. He, what the fuck do you the think? All those teenagers, <laughs> all these fucking jacked uh, up teenagers in that fucking audience just cheered because Candy Man tells one selling them fucking blow in the parking uh, lot.
3: That must be it. That's the only possible explanation. Look out! Look out! The Candy Man. Um. So this actually, you know, I was despite my feelings on Ken Mantel. This match turns out to be okay. Um, it goes all the way, time limit draw and we get, you know, a story throughout uh, Mantell's, you know, he's the superior wrestler. Irwin can't do anything about that for the first five minutes. It's all Mantel with his wrestling skill and we get some decent exchanges there. And then, you know, Irwin tried again and again to get advantage, but just, he couldn't, and he actually took a Irvin took a huge bump off Mantel at one point to the outside, <laughs> which was great. And then the last few minutes were actually dramatic because you had the countdown. You know, this is a, a regular territory, not, you know, the WWF that just for whatever reason would never have countdowns for their draws. They would just ring the bell here. You get the, the last few minute call, 30 seconds, 10 seconds. So, you know, you know, it, it, it you know, it's 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 cool. Um. I went one and a half stars. Uh, I haven't rated too many matches, but I thought this one warranted something. Because, um, you know, yeah, they went all the way, 10 minutes. I guess it's a 10-minute draw. Is that the time limit on these TV? I think so. Well, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, it feels comfortable saying 10 minutes.
3: Yeah, 10 minutes. That must be. So, yeah, uh, not a bad little match to start things off.
0: What about you, Johnny?
1: Uh, I'm about to give all of the uh... – uh, all the, the, the listeners of our, our show, we thank you very much. A little peek behind the curtain. Uh, see, I watch this two episodes at a time. So at this point, this match is literally a piss break because I didn't feel like putting my phone away and just stuck it in my pocket and went to the bathroom and kind of listened to it and, you know, I'm not really paying much attention to it. Literally take a piss break, come back, it's still on. Wow, I'm Like uh-huh. okay, and the first thing that captures my attention is uh, because I, I turned it down. Duh, is we've got Kim Duck coming up yes. tonight, and he'll do. And he says he'll do some things that might please you. <laughs> oh, really? And the thing is, he does. Uh, and as this starts, this footage starts. It seems like the, the audio on the, the announcing, everything is really crisp. Uh, the lighting is very, very – everything seems a little crisper uh, mm-hmm. here, the production. Uh, and the, they get those shots going up into those fucking lights. Above that ring, they're just blaring down inside that tin shack. No wonder they needed fans, like you said, Pete. Uh, but those lights are so bright. Those are like those lights the fucking Cardassian used to torture Picard. Like, oh, there are four lights. It's like, fuck it. Hey, imagine to work in that. You're out there working in that. Under those lights in that tin shack in the summer. Ah, uh, that's nuts. Uh, yeah, but. I come back and then I realized it's going to be a fucking draw. Oh my God. Yeah. It's open with a draw with Ken Mantell and Bill Irwin. So I didn't see most of the match. I can't speak to that, but I did see that bump. And what, Kelly, what you did mention was it was a bump from a punch. Right. Yes, yeah, a punch. Ken Mantell, that motherfucker, punches and Wild Bill Irwin. And now, if you're telling me the match is pretty good and he does this, Wild Bill Irwin somehow he knows. Who is going to be a power player here? There's got to be something. Because or
0: is it because he's the Candyman?
1: Maybe that's <laughs> possibility. You know, that's a total possibility. That's our see. That's our theory. That's the know?
3: answer to every question. Is he's the Candyman?
0: Look out! Look out! That's our
1: theory, but there's okay. The other theory is we do know that Ken Mantel be had, <laughs> very soon here as a major position of power there. And Wild Bill Irwin goes out there because just from what I saw of the end, like you said, it's very exciting. Wild Bill Irwin made him look like a fucking superhero out there. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> Because <laughs> on our previous show, Wild Bill Irwin was kind of not giving a fuck with Zapata, but here he's pinballing around like a motherfucker yeah. for this guy.
0: I, I, I noticed that, too. I mean, made, made my notes. Uh, uh, like yeah, a, that's the one I got. Wild Bill Irwin knows that he's getting the book in this early Mac
1: and that's That's it. He's
0: pinballing like a motherfucker. Yep. For, uh, I think that, yep.
1: I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it.
0: I'm pretty sure too. Uh, I enjoyed the match. I gave it like two and a quarter stars. Um, I like Mantell working the holds. Uh, I thought Mantell threw some nasty looking knees here, um, but man, Erwin was bumping pretty big when uh, when it was time for him to bump. And a he punch, big.
1: It's not even a. Dr- it's not even a shitty old white man drop kick. It- it's literally a punch.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the punches were nuts. Uh, clearly, you know he, knew he must have been going to the bathroom when they were talking about replacing Gary Hart as butcher uh, <laughs> next door. But my gosh, that leads us into Johnny spoiled it a Kim Duck match right. versus the Magic Dragon, and I I was I laughing. didn't
1: spoil it. Mark Lorenz spoiled
0: it. I, okay, well I'm laughing. Well, I wasn't paying attention to Lorenz. And I'm laughing my ass off, going, I did not know this, this Kim Duck. I've showed up here, and Neither uh, did I. And I'm dying because they go. The reason was because of, <laughs> God, God, about the Orientals are being perfected horribly. It's awesome. By Gary Hart. I was dying laughing. It's awesome. Kim Duck is over like Grover, like crazy, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Chungurmania, baby. baby, running wild. This is nuts. Kelly, take it away. I, I was floored by this segment, but go on my friend.
3: Yeah, no, this was great. This came out of nowhere. Kim duck, better known as tiger. Chung Lee, uh, later on in the decade in the WWF. Um, this was a short run for him. I, I did a little bit of research because I was curious, you know, where, you know, is he going to be around for a while? Um, no, just a couple months, May and June, unfortunately, of 82. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Um, he had wrestled in the territory in the mid-70s, so he was known. Because, yeah, the, the crowd was totally behind him. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, so... Wait, 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 wait. So they were familiar with him. Yeah. Okay, so so what you're saying kelly is these the, the this Dallas wrestling crowd weren't as progressive <laughs> as i thought they were embracing kim duck's you know battle against fucking racism yeah i well, don't know man.
0: how often in the 80s was an oriental projected as project, a yeah. projected as a case an oriental <laughs> really yeah. But
1: see, that's exactly. Well,
0: well, I, I don't specific. know the ethnicity. Uh, what is he? Korean?
3: No, he's like. Well, he's he Korean. he portrays as. Yeah, he's usually he? portrayed as Korean, but he he's actually Japanese. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, but no, no, he, they, they were always heels. It, well, that's just it. How often did you ever see in that period of time in Texas of all places? No offense, Bait, but um, here's the character. You know what? Gary Hart says, you know, Asians are all... We talked about that. He did that promo. They're the only ones who are cold-blooded enough. And Kevin Duck comes in and is like, fuck you and your fucking bullshit. They're a bunch of fucking sellout motherfuckers, and I'm a badass. Because at first I'm like, oh, it's Tiger Chung. He's going to get his ass kicked. And I'm like, oh no, he's got bamboo sticks and he's fucking motherfuckers up. And I'm like, in the, in the honor of... You know, fuck you and your stereotypes. It's amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was his motivation is he's upset that uh, Magic Dragon and Kabuki are giving Asians a bad name, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming there must have been an angle on the other TV where Duck came in and, and something. Because the crowd just, I don't think, would naturally just embrace him like this. There must have been some sort of angle that everybody had seen. Yeah. Um, Maybe, maybe. Okay,
1: to your point. Maybe though, he's a good guy. They're already predisposed to like good guys there, Mm. and he comes off as a badass because he's got those sticks and he kicks. Ass and they're like immediately behind him. So
3: yeah, no, and then when he, yeah, he slaps on the leg sleeper and the crowd. Yeah, he uses his move. <laughs> the crowd goes batshit for that.
0: Nuts on the leg sleeper.
3: It was awesome. It <laughs> was awesome. chunger mania, man. You... Chungermania, mania, motherfucker. You can't stop it. It's unstoppable. Um And so the spoiler comes out. Just
1: another case of Vince fucking it up when he goes to the <laughs> yeah. Big,
3: huh? yeah, yeah. Vince <laughs> doesn't know how to handle these. These uh, characters coming into the territory. He
1: did give him the better name because Kim Duck sounds like something you'd order, <laughs> but you know everything else.
0: Uh, so oh funny, yeah, Tiger Chung Lee doesn't sound like the world's most gimmicked Asian name of all time. Tiger Chung Lee is
1: so much better than Kim Duck, and I'm I'm, look, I'm saying Kim Duck is a very, you know, that's a real name. It's like John Smith or something in Korean, but. You know, to a wrestling audience, do you want to see John Smith wrestle? It's Kim Duck. It doesn't project anything. It's Tiger Chung Lee. Tiger, you know, and Lee, that's Bruce Lee. There's a Chung in there, so we have chung of (laughs) mania running fucking wild. It it works on all levels.
3: It is a great name. Um, So the end of this was the spoiler coming in with two kendo sticks and him and uh, Duck clean house. Because he's from Singapore, so he right.
1: knows the battle.
3: Yeah, no, this was this was a cool little uh, little match out of nowhere, and yeah, I I hope we do get to see a bit more of Duck uh, before he departs. Because yeah, this this is this is uh, mania, man. You don't get this every day.
1: do you mean? No, th- no, the only thing I have to add to that was this is what. Um, you think maybe someone at WCW when they were you know, nah, you're trying to come up with that Mortal Kombat ice, you know, runs cold, bullshit, you know, so I remembered this from their childhood because this is kind of that, but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. The blood, blood runs cold, I think. Oh, that's, blood, what it, that's yeah. it. Blood runs cold yeah. and bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it stunk. But, you know, but this is so that it's, it's guys doing awesome, awesome pro wrestling karate. You know, it's there's my nephew today, uh, got his purple belt, you know, had the ceremony and everything. Mm-hmm. But this is pro wrestling karate, it, it's different, and they're awesome at it at the beginning of this match, uh, or the fight, what, whatever it. I loved this so much. I can't speak enough uh, about this. I never thought Tiger Chun-Li was going to be the most fired up over baby face I've seen in forever.
0: There you go. What? What's more fake? Uh, karate pro wrestling or pro wrestling?
1: <laughs> uh, it, 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 karate, well, karate pro wrestling. Because it's just like, there's an actual martial art. And... They just do shit from movies and something make yeah, up the, to work the yeah, But even well, in the stunt movies, well, they're good at it.
0: Coordinates it. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm talking like, okay, this is my gimmick. I do wrestling karate that the fucking the rednecks out there think is real, and uh, so I do that too. Rarely do you see them have a ballet of it, and it's really good. No. <laughs> That's
3: what they did. Just recall um, uh, karate uh, kung fu Billy Graham from 1980.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you want to oh, see it done God, poorly, Yeah, definitely more. Yeah, karate pro wrestling is totally more fake. You think
1: you know, Tiger Chung Lee was around there at that time. You think he just sat there in the rock room going, fucking really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, him, and, him, and, him and Billy Graham, they shadow uh... – karate in the corner there
1: <laughs> oh, in the mirror uh, no no he's just looking at billy graham he's like you want a guy doing fake karate i'm look i'm look at me i'm kim duck that's what i do and i'm jamming over here
0: well that transitions because I, I everything which we've, we've covered i you guys covered i have nothing else to add to this that match <laughs> um i uh we to get to the next match with, with shay another uh when them guys who aren't portraying Asians in a proper manner. Great Kabuki <laughs> versus Alma drill in a tape. fist match Kelly, you're Mr. Yeah. You're, you're the guy, Mr. Two star Alma drill strikes know. again. Yeah. Might he
1: have a
3: three in him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a huge event when that happens, even two and a half, maybe cause for celebration with Al. Um, I am marketing a, a an Al drill, good old Al two star T shirt. <laughs> by the way, you may have seen it on mm-hmm. Twitter. It's yes. uh, it's in the planning stages. We'll see how far mm-hmm. that goes. Um, so this is a taped fist <laughs> match, apparently. Although only Al has a taped tape fists. Uh, Kabuki doesn't. Um,
1: fucking cheating, fucking baby faces <laughs> in Texas.
3: So you can clearly see that you know with these like a gimmick match out of nowhere that they're like the TV is different now like the the um the people in charge now Mickey Grant they're spicing things up throwing out uh, big matches we've had a lumberjack match last week now we have a tape fist match out of nowhere um yeah like what improvement we've had since the early ups like yeah, maybe they'll they'll burn through some gimmicks and they'll get crazy, but right now I'm loving how it's it's pretty unpredictable television Yeah, um,
0: I'll, I'll, th- I'll take some hot shotting over uh yeah, exactly. stale booking any day of the week
3: yeah yeah it's 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 a, oh, yeah. a breath of fresh air here uh the crowd's hot as they always are for an alma drill match and, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
3: um Al, well, they
1: are. This but... is this
3: is a good gimmick for Al because he's he's good with the fists. That's like one of his uh, you
1: Ooh, know his primary mm. offense, <laughs> fisting. Mm, that's how that's how he kept his fucking <laughs> – <laughs> Um,
3: a lot of quick shots, jabs with the taped fists. Um, and then and Al gets a little overzealous and he accidentally nails David Manning, and so then of course the ref down. Here comes Hart.
0: Five points.
3: Yeah, um, kicked Al's throat, and you know Manning, of course, didn't didn't see that. Counts the oh, pin, right. but Bronco uh, Lubich did see that, and he comes in and and the wrong, and tells David that that um, of course there was a, a dirty dirty tricks behind his back when he was out. So mm-hmm. the decision is reversed. And then here we go. Nunchucks are brought into the ring and <laughs> like, like, it's just pure on Kung Fu Karate mania now in, in world-class mm-hmm. uh, angle or Alice strangled with the nunchucks. We get Tom shaft. Oh boy. <laughs> making a horrible attempt at a save here. Uh, he's, he's tossed aside easily.
1: Um, because no, really like, no one really likes Al, so they have to pretend that they're saving him. But there's, uh. Look out, look out, the
3: king the man. man- Mantell, he's not too successful. But then finally, Jose Lothario, who we, ha- yeah. we haven't seen him in, in weeks. He makes the save, man. Mm-hmm. He he gets business done
0: pretty hard. First they tease. First they tease a failure on his
3: part. I know. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, but like, and I
0: and, and Pete and Pete Kelly, I literally when
1: Jose came in, I went because of our, our history of watching Jose in uh, uh in over the past couple of years. I was like, Fuck yeah, Jose and he gets in and then oh no, he's getting beat up. I got emotionally invested. I was like, Oh, don't do that to oh wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Jose is the one who fucking cleans house and I was so happy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Jose, yeah. That was I was giddy too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was great to see Jose uh back in action as it is. Uh, we'll see. What he
0: missing was him challenging Kabuki to a karate glove match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Fuck it, do that. A karate glove match. <laughs> awesome. Um
3: so yeah, hot post match. This uh, this territory's uh chugging along, not doing too bad now. We got some hot stuff here.
0: Two stars, baby. What What you make of it, Johnny? Just uh, real quick. uh,
1: As far as Kabuki's appearance, Kabuki's wearing that mask that is his best mask. It's that wooden, uh, the goblin nose mask. It's the one that is in the George Thorogood music video for Willie and the Hand Jive uh, from uh, (laughs) PWI Lords of the Ring. When they go, go, Dr. Lauren, Indian Chief. And when they hit Indian Chief, it's Kabuki in that mask doing some shit. (laughs) So I saw that, and I'm like, oh, this is that footage. Oh, that's fantastic. It was it. And it made me realize that he's the great Kabuki. Kabuki is a performance. Mm Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, oh, that's what a neat name for the warrior. He's a performer. Maybe deep down the real great Kabuki isn't just some just wrestler. You know, he's always thought of this as his performance art, and that's why he wears the makeup. Because his makeup is now suddenly a lot better. He knows the cameras are on him. And his hair's on his face anymore, and the, the paint's really intricate and cool and shit. So I'm like, oh, yes, he is an artist. He's an artist in the ring. He's an artist of devastation. <laughs> but uh, then they cut to this fat, quote unquote, cowboy uh, in the crowd. He's got a cowboy hat and a cowboy shirt, and he's, you know, no horse would support him. And I was like, why are you dressed like a cowboy when you're not a cowboy? It's so <laughs> weird. You're not. Uh, Um, And I cheered when Al punched Manning. Manning's a fucking dick. And Manning's a dick about how this ends, because it's like, oh, I can't see. Al Madrill accidentally fucking punches David Manning. David Manning is a little fucking cunt. The cheating happens just because he got punched. It should be immediate disqualification. Immediate disqualification. The referee got punched. It's a DQ, and, you know, when I... You because know, he wasn't knocked unconscious, he was blind in an eye or some shit. Yeah. You know, I got punched, you DQ him. Not this little prick, you know. And uh he's taking it out on Al Madrill. He's like, Okay, motherfucker, you don't know who you're dealing with. I'm David Manning. I'm the I'm the sixth von Eric or whatever the fuck it is, little prick. And Bronco Lubic ain't having none of that shit. Cause he's going of like, No, fuck you, you little prick. I'm gonna put you in your place. <laughs> this is how it went down, he's gotta go, oh, okay because Bronco's the most, one of the most respected guys in the business. <laughs> but, uh, just, but yeah, Jose. Oh, no, no. Gary Hart restraining uh, Kabuki around his throat with his own nunchucks to restrain him is one of my favorite visuals in it's pro nice wrestling. Touch, isn't it? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
2: Promotional consideration paid for by the following
0: pro wrestling announcer kevin kelly here i want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at place to be nation it's really easy to do just head to itunes or your preferred podcatcher app today and search and subscribe to the place to be nation wrestling feed which of course includes the full archives of the kevin kelly show the place to be nation pod feed and the pro wrestling only feed subscribe listen and then rate us and leave feedback today And be sure to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott.
4: Place to be Nations, JT, your zero, and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlayStation.com. And we offer those to you on three great feeds. On the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the original Place to Be podcast as well as main event to Lucha Afterground and our monthly pay-per-view reaction shows, as well as the Our Vantage Point podcast and Jeff Learns Wrestling. In addition to these full-length shows, we also
2: deliver quick hit pod blasts on topics old and new. Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Week in Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Psychology is Dead, Puro Puri, Stacy and Elliot's Bogus Journey, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Letters from Center Stage, Space City, and NWA Classics On Demand Adventure, Through the Years, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, The Feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from Kayfabe, and much more. And on our popular Place to Be Nation pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as the Glenn Butler Podcast Hour Spectacular, Rank and File, PTBN Dadcast, Go Home in a Box, NBA Team, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertible podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard-traveling fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversation, Geek and Sassy, and Imaginary Stories Podcasts. You can find all
4: of these current shows plus archives of our past podcasts, including the Kevin Kelly show as well by subscribing to all of our feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback as well. All of these shows plus others available on placement where we cover pro wrestling, sports movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects and more. Be sure to support our site by using Placemination.com backslash Amazon when shopping online and download our free PTB vintage vault, refresh eBooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at boneheads wing bar and West York, Island, and Fall River, Massachusetts, thehistoryofwrestling.com, and Scott Keats' blog of Doom. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. Placetimination.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world.
0: Well, that leads us into the uh, promo um, <laughs> with Hussein, with Bundy and McGraw. What were we making about these, Johnny?
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, uh, Mark Lorenz gets off the unfortunate line where he's describing... Well, one of them, I guess, Hussein. Uh, he, he's one of the ramrodders of H&H Limited. Ooh, <laughs> really? Ooh, well, <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Lorenz. And he calls H&H an empire, and fucking Hussein goes to correct him. He goes, no, a financially empire. I'm like, oh, oh you, you stink. And, and Bugsy's kinda in the way here on purpose and and but I'm not Bundy, I'm sorry, Bugsy is in the way. And Buddy's in the middle and he's talking about how poor he was uh before he hooked up with H and H like, I didn't have five dollars in my pocket, I couldn't afford a pack of cigarettes or something like that. <laughs> And he couldn't. He was so poor he couldn't afford a pack of cigarettes. And I'm like, that's what? <laughs> is he trying to get more heat? Like, no, he's like, oh, he's a smoker. But this is 1982. I don't know. If that's really a thing. But he's, <laughs> oh, he's fat and he smokes. We hate him. <laughs> uh, and they're talking about the big giants of wrestling. Like, you know, like Andre the Giant, the Battle Royal shit. Who the fuck is T. John Tipperdell? I don't know.
0: I think uh, is it, the, isn't he that guy, the big tall guy? I don't, Apparently, but i have you ever heard of
1: T. John Tipperdell? Who is
0: Because they're talking about. I me. think he's uh, the guy who was in from uh, Pee Wees.
1: Oh, 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 big Bad John? Yeah. Okay, because they're talking about T. John Thibodeau here and in another promo in the same um, um, air
0: of Andre the Giant. Like, uh, T. John Thibodeau. And I'm like, who the fuck is T. John and they, and they're always trying to find the next Andre. I mean, hell, they try to what push out Legante the John... next Andre. Hmm.
1: And the T. John Thibodeau, you know, is – is someone who's rich only because he inherited money. What the fuck kind of name is that for a resort?
0: <laughs> I got nothing. Um, what'd you make of the promo, uh, uh, Kelly? Oh, it was
3: you know, some more wacky stuff. A lot of laughing here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have much else to say. But the next promo with Fritz oh, boy. is is kind of interesting. Kind
0: of what I got out of the promo. (laughs) The only thing I got, I was too busy staring at Bundy's shiner, which I think he probably got from that Kevin Von Eric chair shot. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) or or an Aaron punch on a run in. Uh, one of the two, but hey, uh, Johnny, talk about this Fritz promo.
1: Okay, well, first thing about what a great football star Fritz was, and I is that true? I don't recall that,
3: but he played for the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> well, did I stay corrected?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they are a pretty good team.
1: Okay, so he starts this, because where this goes is very important to everything about everything about the Monerics. <laughs> Excuse me. He Mark Lawrence <laughs> throws it to Fritz, and he starts going, well, you know, Mike... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, mean, I thought it, I heard that. At first, I was like, is he oh, asking yeah. for the mic? Or did he no, you no, call no. Mark Lawrence Mike?
1: He called Mark Lawrence. He goes, well, you know, Mike, that's a sort of a thing that really is. A, and because you see Mark Lorenz his heart... You remember that Simpsons where they freeze-frame yeah. when Ralph Wiggum's yeah. heart breaks? Okay, it's that, but he looks quizzical and like, really? <laughs> and because the next sentence, he, he awkwardly works in Mark. He realizes what he yeah. did. Okay. Uh, he's talking about the big retirement match that we've seen no promotion for. And because now, now King Kong Bundy has the America's belt or American belt. He won it from Kevin. Okay. Really? Um, and he wants to win that belt. And he gives, okay, in wrestling – when you're doing the retirement angle, because he's he's retiring one way or the other, and that's it. And so the great I'm retiring speeches are some of my favorite things in pro wrestling. This is not one of them. Yeah,
0: this is not, this was not a Lou
1: Gehrig speech. Oh no, no, the, 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 this it's, it's the great wrestling one. I, heard, oh, there
0: was no cherry funk in Japan. No,
1: no, anything. I, I, it's.
0: This is no Ric on Monday Night Raw.
1: Monday Night Raw. There you go. That that's a good good pull. But this is almost could be admissible as evidence because <laughs> he says, "Well, I really hope I win the belt. Well, I really hope I win the belt. You know what? At my, my last match, but I have to. I stop now and focus on the thing because but, you know. But you know, I regret nothing." And uh, I regret nothing in my life except one thing. I heard that uh, I never became the NWA champ. He's like, I was the AWA champ, but, you know, who fucking cares about the fucking AWA? You know, I never was the NWA champ. He literally shits on the AWA mm-hmm. in, in, in this. because I was the AWA champ, but I was never the NWA champ. Uh, but and that's my one regret in life. So I have one goal. Every one of my boys will be NWA champions. And I'm like, well, there you go. (laughs) Hmm. That's not not just a little fucking creepy, uh, given what we know. It's it's, it's all about him. It's all about him. And it's, how do you cheer, guys? Like, I have, he's like, I have five sons. I'm going to make sure all of them are champions because I couldn't do it. That's how this came across, and, the, and I'm sure it worked because they don't care. They're just like, hey, it's our hero, because as we saw, it's, this has been focused around Gary Hart and Prince Von Eric forever. They don't give a shit about that, but wow, <laughs> this is not inspiring.
0: Any any thoughts on the promo, Kelly? Yeah, um, well, to clear up a few uh, or
3: one bit of confusion about Bundy being now the America's champion, apparently he beat Carey
1: for the belt. Oh, it was Kerry, not yeah. Kevin? Okay. okay. Yeah, May, oh, May 5th. And Kevin's the one who loses that all the time. So.
3: Right. Yeah. So what, where are we at? We're May 29th. May 5th was when he beat Kerry for it. Um, but, yeah, they're not good at, at making those things, uh, you know, knowledgeable to the fans here. Um, so, Fritz, it's funny about the AWA thing because for years he would go – he would say well you know um, he's quest you know he had this quest for the world title he's never been the world champion and that was the basis for years and years him challenging the nwa champion for big shows and would this be when fritz finally wins the world title but then you know over the years fans you know certain fans you know uncovered the info that oh he actually did hold the awa world title in the early 60s maybe for i don't know a month it was a very short reign and so he it's funny now he actually has, he has to um, acknowledge it because it's become, you know, I guess, known enough in Texas that he actually held the AWA title because uh, for that, years he would that, never. That, so, so he's shitting on the
1: smart fans. in Texas. Yeah,
3: that's the funny thing, because <laughs> for years he would never acknowledge the AWA title run until it, you know, enough years had passed where enough people had had. Um, found this out that he had to acknowledge it so yeah basically this is him going off on yeah the smart fans in dallas in 1982 for being hey fritz you are the awa champion actually
1: world let's well, no, no, just be fair of you all right fritz I know, <laughs> I know, man that's all bullshit i know for a fact you were awa champion you know, bullshit. you know who that is you know who the guy who knows that is gary hart fan club guy <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> I, I think he must be the one, um, but yes, here we go. The greatest—that's what he was inter- how he was introduced. Here he is, the greatest, Fritz Von Erich, going for his farewell match against King Kong Bundy. Now an America's title match as well. So here we go, big, big, uh, big draw for for the big show here.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean you guys covered it well. What do you make of the McGraw Shaft match there, Kelly? <laughs>
3: Well, I, I brought up the batting averages uh, earlier. Shaft is below the Mendoza line. He's batting about 188, and he's he's mostly riding the pine now. Uh, he's, he's not getting into too many games. Um, and when he does, he strikes out pretty much every time, so he's totally useless. This match was just Bugsy beating the shit out of Boogaloo, pretty much.
0: Pretty much. You have any, any thoughts on it, Johnny? I, I
1: I now can't help but wish that Tom Shaft was on Roberto Clemente's plane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ouch! Go, Ouch. That, go that far? Oh, <laughs> come on, he's he's you know he's he's very interested in in the South. He's wearing his fucking sombrero and his poncho. As Mark Laurent says, Tom Shaft from Milwaukee with his Mexican sombrero, ro, 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 ro and his poncho. Uh, he, he can't pronounce sombrero. Or no, no, I'm sorry. He can. He gives it a Spanish flavor. He says he's like, sombrero. <laughs> and like, he sombrero. like, he just pointed out he's from Milwaukee and with no explanation <laughs> why he's dressed like this, you know. And, and then, and then let's look at the way he's fucking dressed. And then I, the only thing I wrote down about the match, murder him, Bugsy, just murder this fucking motherfucker. And he did fall on him. You know, it was a good enough? Match sucked. And his gear. Tom Sheff's gear is red, yellow, and green. He's a fucking traffic light. It's he's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst.
0: Well, this leads us to a real main event, man. Kerry von Eric versus King Kong Bundy. Kelly, what do you make of it, man? Yeah,
3: yeah, big match here. Carry's back. He's been away for a few weeks. And, yeah, Bundy's on a roll going after all the Von Erichs. So, yeah, we got the makings of a big match here. Um, But seeing both guys already in the ring, like when the footage cuts in, reminded me that, oh, yeah, they're cutting out all the musical entrances. And that kind of made me sad Mm -hmm. just a little bit that we're not going to get that. But, oh, well, Um, we're having a great time nonetheless. Uh, Gary Hart, fan club guy very clear in this one he's he's every he's at every show now uh he's he's front and center this was good back and forth action with a hot crowd uh screaming for carrie Kerry. Carry's obviously the you know the top guy you know whenever he's in the ring he, there's the crowd responds to him on another level than anybody else and we get a slugfest you know this one didn't last too long goes spills to the outside double count out and more brawling after the bell. And we're getting a lot of post-match brawls now. That's another change in the in the production or the presentation of the show.
1: Uh, That's how you keep them coming back. That's how you
0: yeah,
3: keep them coming exactly. back. Yeah, exactly. It's making everything feel hot, um, that these two guys hate each other, that, you know, they're still brawling after the match. You have to tear them apart. And, yeah, good uh, presentation. It's working. It's energized the promotion. And, yeah, I mean, it was a, not much of a match, but uh, as an overall show and and another chapter in the, the feud with Bundy and the Von Ericks, you know, it's it's working.
0: Yep, definitely. The money feud has been pushed well. What about you, uh, Johnny?
1: No, I know Kerry's the number one guy, but I'm thinking those Kevin reactions are pretty equal.
3: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, Kevin's, yeah, Kevin's definitely super hot too, but I carry,
1: maybe it's just my Kevin bias. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, it fucking, uh, Manelli, uh, he announces Bundy as one half of the tag team championship.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and he calls him the King Kong, the King Kong Bundy. And he, he stutters on presents, you know, I'm presents presents. And, uh, you can't get rid of him soon enough. And boy, Mark Lorenz wants to fuck Carrie Von Eric Because uh, he goes, oh, look at Kerry in his beautiful white robe. And he takes his robe off. He goes, oh, he's got a beautiful physique. So powerful. So strong. It's like he could move a house sometime. <laughs> <They're>, oh, really? <laughs> he's he's. I don't know about moving a house, but he's moving your drawers. <laughs> Uh he does oh come on. Uh he does a stomach claw on Bundy, which Carrie's stupid. Why do you do a stomach claw on you know, see Kevin knows when to do the stomach claw and when not to? Carrie hits King Kong Bundy with a stomach claw who kind of just shrugs it off because he's King Kong Bundy. It's not really that effective. Uh and The promo, everything was crazy at the end. The match was what it was. I I enjoyed it. Uh, Mark Lorenz's go-home line is, well, it never lets up, does it? (laughs) What, the abuse from Fritz? (laughs) calling you
0: Mike. (laughs) I mean, he's 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 an announcer built on cliches. What do you expect? It Uh, never
1: lets up, does it, is not how you sign off a fucking wrestling show yeah
0: yeah I, I thought the match was pretty solid uh funding carry stuff when the, uh when they're doing strikes looks good um like carry uh going after and working over a little bit of the first arm of uh, pro wrestling i like that um so it had, it, had, it had interesting aspects to it but man that's it for world cast uh Anything really stand out to you guys that you like, man, you guys got to see this segment. What about you, Kelly? Uh,
3: let me step back and, well, the tape fist match was pretty hot. Uh,
1: of course you'd Kim, say that.
3: <laughs> Kim Duck and chung I, I mania.
1: That's number one right there.
3: If you're a fan of Tiger Chung- Lee, yeah, that's, that's, you got to see that. Um, yeah, it's just, this was, a, it's, a, it's become a, Easy watch this show. Um, mm, it it mm-hmm. goes along in a nice clip. We're getting unpredictable stuff. We're getting hot post match brawls. Uh, we got quite a few interesting characters now. Uh, Bundy, we've been really praising. It's he's he's mm. really uh, really uh, found himself here, and yeah, I'm digging it.
0: Yeah, it flows quickly. And nothing really overstays its welcome, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, hold
1: on, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. I think of a lot of guys who have overstayed their welcome.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, from week <laughs> to week to week, yeah. But you're not going to see Carlos Zabata doing 25-minute matches and stuff like that. That's or... true.
3: Yeah, the guys we don't like are relegated now basically to job duty. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not too bad.
0: Uh, so what, what about you, Johnny? Um,
1: I think – what we're seeing is what we've talked about the um, the evolution of what becomes a really hot show, so the pacing like we said as far as it moving quickly that's true man it 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 doesn't lag it's it was lagging there at first, doesn't lag that's gonna be a major part of this sh- uh t v when it becomes awesome and I just wanted to because uh, the show didn't take that long. I want to just mention one thing I thought about this, and what's very important, is when it finds itself. It's not just Ric Flair's coming to town, or Harley Race is coming to town, and what's inside. And everyone goes, oh, Freebirds, Von Erics. Yeah, that that is. I fully admit now, that's what sparked everything. Of course it did. But what kept it going was, that that was a group of three versus a group of three. And when the others had their own things going on that got just as hot, you got, it's a, it's a teaser uh, for what's coming up in a, a while, but, <laughs> you know, but, but no, no, right uh, you know, hold on, you know, stick around kids. Uh, no, first we're going to get David when he's not MIA and off doing whatever. And David, Jimmy Garvin, and that's going to be off the charts. Great. And that's David's thing. David gets his signature feud in this promotion. And we're also going to see Kevin. Kevin finally gets his signature feud in this promotion. It will be Chris Adams. And it's awesome. And it, 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 Those are their signature ones. And it got me thinking, what was Carrie's besides going after the world title or being part of or feuding with one of the Freebirds or not? Uh, I can't think of one or part of Devastation Incorporated. They had their signature fuse, Kevin and David did. Carrie was more Big Umbrella?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think he was such an important piece that he went... I mean, he, I mean, he had the one-man gang. I mean, Kamala. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, he was just a guy who had a lot of different dance partners.
1: So he was their Hogan, basically, right at that yeah. same time. Yeah. Okay.
0: He was kind of like The Rock, where everyone, all the... Uh, where the, like, kind of like the the, the drift all rolled up to him, you know, he's the one who directed the current of the promotion, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about it, once he gets in that damn motorcycle accident, business falls off off the freaking cliff.
1: Yeah, it was already on its way.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. We'll
1: get to that. But, uh, uh,
0: but but him breaking his leg. Oh, no, that like, did Leg help. amputated, uh, totally, foot amputated, totally... Pushes. I mean, just yeah. you threw You threw the lighter fluid on the car and blew it up at that yeah. point.
3: Yeah. Well, because he, so we'll he had transcended. He had transcended Dallas. You know, he was a national star by then and, and huge, huge.
1: Yeah. Well, I know we're gonna get to it, but I always felt that the decision to secede from the NWA and try to do what Watts was doing right around that same time, which was also well, I, don't think, I don't know how much of a mistake it was for Watts cuz he walked away with some money but you know Fritz was like fuck the NWA and then it just from there on in I have kind of felt like there's some good stuff but you're the world champion and you are from one state it that didn't work for me
0: yeah, and, and they lost a drawing card when the uh, when they didn't have that coming yeah. to town yeah. four or yeah. five times. It wasn't times done a year well. It thing.
1: wasn't done well.
0: No. Yeah. So Kelly, anything you want to mention? Anything you want to plug?
3: Any anything? Any news? No, I'm, I'm pretty much just uh, doing this now, <laughs> which uh, which is great. So
1: yeah.
0: Johnny Sorrow.
1: Uh, I just want to. Uh... Once again, uh, tell the listeners uh, thank you uh, for sticking by uh, the Golden Palace. You know <laughs> we're going to stay on the air a little longer. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, we're going to stay on the air a little longer. Uh, and uh, you know who? But who, who's our? You we know, a sassy fourth. You know, a young, some young sassy fourth character that no one wants to see. Uh, like I think that show had one of those. But again, you know. Contact us on Twitter at Titans O Wrestling T I you know fuck it. Titans o wrestling, you'll figure it out. Uh let us know. Give us your input. And I'm gonna guarantee you this, because I tried this before and got so, got some uh we Carl, Carl we love Carl. Yes Carl's our number one fan Carl is and Carl's bro- the fan. fucking man. Yeah. You know what, man. Yeah, you know why Carl's the man? Have you seen his um his profile pic on Facebook, he has an eyepatch. He's a dangerous <laughs> motherfucker, yeah. you know, like Slade Wilson or some shit, man. You know, Carl's okay in my book.
0: Hey, he's uh, well-read, and he has, a, yeah. has quite the movie DVD collection. Uh, I heard he's hung like a horse.
1: <laughs> <You> know, Carl <laughs> is the fucking man. And, uh, but anyone, if you want us to just read your tweets... Or anything, and it can be you suck. It can just be anything. Just let us know. We'll do. We'll do that. It, it'll be fun. Uh, and if you don't, I'll just continue to beg for your approval. But that's all I got.
0: Well, I'm just gonna say after Johnny's pandering, there. Have a great one. Later. My heartaches
1: and troubles are just. Up and gone
2: the moment that you come in view, and with your hand in mine, dear, I could dance on and on, and I could waltz across Texas with you,
1: waltz across
2: Texas with you. story book ending. I'm lost in your charms and I could waltz across Texas with you.